developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. The Sage Relaxing Sips, number 13B. The meal that we enjoyed was just wonderful. Seafood happens to be our favorite. From lobster to shrimp scampi and even trying those delicacies that some persons say they wouldn't touch in a million years. I'm not going to tell you what some of those delicacies were. Okay, I'll tell you one of them. Squid. Mm-hmm. Squid. Now, with that being said, there were others too, but I'm just going to let you know with squid. We joked back and forth, <laughs> joshing one another. And I even had to pull a quick one on him as he was talking about the dessert menu now. I told him, I noticed, oh, when we're just going Dutch, you don't eat as much as when I say I'm treating. <laughs> and he replied, you got to take it while you can get it. <laughs> and so I certainly didn't mind because he deserved it. Along with our meal, though, I have to say the conversation was just as fulfilling, just as getting to the nitty gritty of the matter, having his input on certain things that I picked up from courses in school. And one thing about these sages and the older ones alike, it's amazing we can learn so many technical terms to this and that. And when we explain it to them or we first state it, the comment that may come out their mouth is, who, what, what you talking about? I'll give you an example of this. The conversation, as you know, we talk about science fiction. And earlier in some of these uh, conversations that I've already shared with you, how he would even call the the comic books or the superhero books, funny pages, even though I was very much serious about that reading and what those stories did for me, you see. But all the same, science fiction. Yet, science fiction is also based in reality in a lot of ways. Remember, uh, some of the technology that we have today, if not all of it, if persons were to actually have it or it was shown back thousands of years ago, how would they view it? How would they view you? Let me tell you, even Marilyn wouldn't have much on the capabilities of what we have today. Well, as I was talking about quantum string, quantum string theory, this is where he said, well, who, what, quantum, what? Explain further, he wanted me to do. So I explained in, you know, a long-winded way, which I won't do it here now, is that it's like having a connection of light, if you will. You have two people connected. Let's say they walk past one another and you have string, a uh, electrical string of light that somehow becomes attached. Now, this can also be with objects as well. And yet, they can end up going halfway across the world and that connection would still be there. I know that just sounds unbelievable. Now, notice how the sage put it. Oh, like the telephone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you see how simple the, uh, that he made it. I said, uh, yeah, it's still even supposed to be 
that that quantum string connection or theory can even span universes. Uh, see, this is why it's called a theory. And this is why I call a theory even when people have said that they've ran tests to see if this the exactly what happens even on the earth and how it could even happen across the universe. I don't know if I really believe that or not, though, as I told him. So he rubbed his fingers, you know, across his chin while still looking at the dessert menu. And he said, I believe it. It shocked me. It actually made me feel good that I could share something with them that he believed that I wasn't even sure I believed. And so I said, why did you believe it? He said, well, I've read some accounts, even in the good book, that it goes to show the grand creator himself, he has some type of connection with the universe, the stars, and even us. And that connection is so strong. I don't want to call it electrical or, or, or what I'll just say spiritual, but the connection is so strong that the conversation you and I are having right now, he hears it instantly. See, that's even stronger than a quantum string theory, don't you think? And then when it talks about going across universes, now, uh, we don't know exactly what dimension uh, heaven is. We just know it's spiritual. It's somewhere here and there, everywhere, but it is a different dimension. But yet God still supposedly, according to the good book, even has a place within that dimension that he never leaves. He never leaves, but he uses what they call his Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit of connection going all throughout the universe and is connected to people and all things that he still knows instantly when they're calling on him. That was something for me to think about further. Then he went on to say, never lose that connection. Not everyone has it. The good book lets us know there were already some disobedient children of his, sons as they're called, that disobeyed him. And when that happened, he cut that quantum string that was connected to them. The Sage.